You're listening to the smartest guys in marketing, the best show on the planet for client businesses to learn about traffic, funnels, sales, conversions, and marketing coolness. Chris and Taylor are the founders of Traffic and Funnels, a digital marketing consultancy helping you get paid clients from cold traffic daily. Now, here are your hosts, Chris and Taylor. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the smartest guys in marketing. Here with your host Chris Evans and Taylor Welch. Yeah, 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 yeah. Woo! All right, oh, guys. Well, we are back today, Taylor. We're back. We're ready for action. How's it going, dude? It's going good. I've got a beautiful view. The sun is shining. I'm starving. <laughs> Sorry, man. But other than that, it's good. It's good. Bulletproof, man. It makes you hungry really early. It's yeah. like. 9.30 in the morning and I'm already hungry. Right. Eating Mexican for lunch? Probably. Like you do every day? <laughs> Probably so, yeah. If I made a dollar for every time Taylor texts me about when he's eating Mexican, I would probably be a multi-billionaire. I love the Mexicans. Yeah. They're my people. Your peeps. All right, cool. Today we're talking about time audits. Hacking your way to $25,000 a month plus then... $25,000 a day. It sounds we cool if you say, say 25K a month and 25K a day. Okay, whatever. But we did 25K yesterday, right? In sales. Yeah. So people might be like, oh we my God, 28. Possible? We did 28. It's a little bit more. 25K plus yesterday. If you don't think it's possible, you're not focused on the right thing. Okay. And that's what we're talking about today. This or you're really just stupid because we talk about it all the time. Or you're overwhelmed, you know. I'm the nice guy. Taylor's the mean guy. We got you right. But we, we didn't start there. We didn't start at 25K a day. Our first goal, big goal, big dream goal was 25K a month. Remember that? Yeah. That was like, oh my God, if we could get that, we're going to like feed. basically move to Fiji. We could feed our kids. Chris has like 17 of them. Yeah. And uh, yeah. we did make a goal. We were like, man, if, if dude, I think it was our first $100,000 a month. It said, when we get to our first $100,000 a month, like we had to take this crazy vacation. And then first full-time like month, Traveling Funnels, we hit over 100 grand. And we were yeah. like, man, we need like we need bigger our wives. Bills. Our wives were pissed. They were mad. So we, we until speaking, speaking of wives, we're going to talk about how we kind of came up with uh, the idea to have this lesson. Because my wife Bitch called, called me out in a big way. Yeah, so let's day. jump into that first because we told, told them we would. So what happened? Yeah. Tell us the situation, right? You're sitting on the So couch. my wife... My wife is the sweetest person. You've met her. She's soft-spoken. Yep. She's like a compassionate person. She loves everyone. She's the opposite of me. Okay. <laughs> so we're sitting on the couch and I'm complaining. I'm just like business is hard. I'm kind of feeling sorry for myself. I'm just like I wish it was easy and I kind of want to just like go to sleep. And she's like, why are you complaining? I was like, well, because it's hard. And she's like, do you want my opinion? And if my wife... I love that she I asked your like she asked for you if she oh, yeah. had, if you give her your opinion. She she got permission before she nuclear attacked me, and I gave it to her. Which she dropped always, the Moab on you, bro. Bro, how many of you know? Like, if your wife asks you permission to give you her opinion, it's about to get real. Yeah, you should say no. No, <laughs> say no. no, I don't want your opinion. And she just went on. She, totally but you were accurate. smart, and you said yes. So yes, babe. I always want your opinion. I need you to lead me right now. And she called me out. She was like, you've kind of gotten lazy. Things have gotten easy for you. Used to like the tailor that was, you know, at the beginning was 
up at four in the morning and you are hungry and you've just gotten lazy and all you want to do is talk about your problems. You don't want to ever fix them. And you're like, like the kid who doesn't have to hunt for their food anymore. And it just went on for like 10 minutes. And I was like about to cry. And I was like, you're right. You're so right. Ah! So the next day I was up at like four 30 in the morning in the office, got back in the game, got by the game. But I realized the point she was making was that I basically wanted to just sit around and talk about problems that actually solving them. But I felt like in my head that I didn't have time to solve them. But, you know, Chris, the past couple of days, we've changed kind of how, or at least I have, how I operate when I get into the morning. And I realized I was just spending my time on the wrong things. Yeah. So it made me feel like I was out of control. And overwhelm oftentimes is more of an issue of perspective and how you use your time than it is actually having too much to do. Yeah. And sometimes like you... Many, many times, actually, you need someone to tell you what you already know. Yeah. Right? You're a smart guy. You know that stuff. But if a certain situation comes up, whether your ads screw up or whether you have to fire an employee or something crazy happens, maybe personally or in business, you might feel like you're in a tailspin. And so you don't really know like if you're right side up or what's going on. And so sometimes you just need someone to say, stop being a little mm. biatch. Totally. Right? totally. Get back yeah, on the yeah. horse. Do what you know you got to do. So this is going to help you course correct too. It's going to make sure that your, what you're doing is, is set onto the correct course and you're focusing on the right thing, right? Because not all action is good action. Ooh. And so many times because we feel like we're in a tailspin or whatever, we just do stupid stuff and we get like lost what? in crap. Like what? Let's give some examples of stupid stuff. So stupid stuff would be like screwing around with blog posts or you're just like staring at your computer and you're just screwing around on Facebook or you're just looking at your email as opposed to going to the source of what actually produces revenue for your business and making like that your top priority every single day until you get there. So essentially the first thing is you got to focus on the money, focus, focus on, on the, the money. Bills. So you mean like go and scroll through all of your Facebook ad comments? <laughs> exactly not <laughs> don't oh, okay. do that <laughs> i found myself doing that like every 10 minutes a couple weeks ago and i had to i had to stop yeah you were trolling the trolls and then i, I just had to delete all the comments yeah so focusing on the high dollar activities yeah which, so which means like what? what you want me to give some examples yeah absolutely that'd be great making offers to people getting on the phone with your prospects sending an email Posting leadership content. I think part of this changes as well as you go along. So yeah. at the beginning, it might be coming up with a new offer to sell. But then once you're at a critical mass point, coming up with new offers, if you're only doing 20 grand a month, isn't going to help you. Yeah. So you've got to have the wherewithal to know like, what's the most profitable activity for me right now at this stage of my business and making sure you're in sequence. Because you meet people all the time who are coming up with, an, they're, they're launching a book and it's like, how much money do you make? Like I made six grand last month. Do not launch a book. Yeah. All right. Because A of all, you're not successful enough for anyone to want to read that. Sorry. B of all, it's not going to make you any money relative to where you are right now. Like you need to focus, build something that's really great, get it to a certain critical mass point, and then you can launch. Yeah. So doing what's profitable versus unprofitable. And there's different profits too, Right. There's financial profit and there's also like emotional and life profit. So for That's example, 
People you're might say hot this, you're hot this morning, bro. I'm feeling good. I man. can feel it. You're feeling feel good. good. Yeah. So you know, people might say, "Well, Chris and Taylor, you guys, you know, you have a podcast right now. You know, you're telling us we shouldn't have a podcast. No, you shouldn't have a podcast unless like that's part of your life plan and it just makes you feel good and you love it. But if your focus is you want to get to 25 grand a month and then 25 grand a day, then you shouldn't be launching a podcast until you have the team." you know, that's pushing your business forward. And you can actually, you know, do that like we're doing right now. Because we have a multi seven-figure business right now. And we have other team members that are pushing those balls down the court. Or we can actually record and put some great value out there to the marketplace. So you have to realize and establish, you know, what is your priority? Do you want financial profit or do you want life profit, so to speak? And start there. But the way that you typically get to life profit is that you have the money. You have the cash flow. And not get that car before that horse. That makes sense. Totally. Yeah. Well, what do you feel like is the threshold for people for them to start branching out? Like when we were first starting out, we limited ourselves so much to just doing like three things. We didn't yeah. do anything else. And I don't know if you want to tell people like what our areas of focus were or where you want to go with that. Do you have any direction? Yeah, well, I'd say that. It depends if people were already doing this stuff really well before they came in to growing their profitability. Because thinking of one client right now, she, she was already writing content, really great content. She already kind of had a platform, but she wasn't making any money. So we told her to shift you know, 90% of her focus on getting to 100 grand a month. And then once she has those systems in place that where she can not only sustain that in a healthy way, but she also has the systems, processes, and team to continue to grow that as she's able to start shifting her focus into doing the other things like content, podcasting, all that kind of stuff. So again, I think it's based on where they want to go, but yeah, go ahead and tell them where, what our priorities were because we didn't start a podcast until we were doing 3 million plus a year. in our business. Yeah. I mean, at the beginning, I think we really, you know, first of all, we had to, we got on the phone with people to find out what they wanted and that's how we made our offer. But then once we had our offer, we really focused on two things, generating demands, getting people to like want to have a conversation with us. And then the second thing was facilitating that conversation and getting credit cards, taking orders, making sure people, if they were a good fit, they enrolled. And it took us a full seven or eight months to master that. Yeah. You know, like we didn't just come out of the gate being like, incredible at generating applications for our program or you know we went through ruts i remember i went through a horrible rut like the second month of our business on i got like no credit cards and it took us time to not do anything else we didn't have any staff all we were doing was figuring out how to get people on the phone and then figuring out how to enroll those people if they were a good fit on the phone and quite frankly not enroll the wrong people so yeah. We enrolled some people that weren't a great fit at the beginning and paid the price for that. And now we're very hardcore about if you get on the phone with me or anybody on my team, uh, you're not getting in if we can't actually help you. And I've actually fired salespeople for just taking people because they wanted to make a sale, but it wasn't the right fit. Mm. You know, so those two things is like, that's all we focused on. People are like, well, geez, what did you do during, during the day? Did you guys like not work? We'd be amazed at how much time you have to put in to hit mastery on these, on these two levels. Yeah. And if you can master those two things, you'll never worry about money again. 
right? Because it's going to, it's going to bleed over into any, any market, any niche, so to speak, you know, with high ticket or big money. And so that's what you have to focus on. And what you focus on is going to grow. And this is something we always have to course correct on because Taylor and I are entrepreneurs and we love to just like launch new crap. And so until something is like rock solid with a very, very strong foundation, you know, you have to keep focus on that thing or it's not going to grow. Right. Yeah. So create your offer, come up with an initial offer, take it to market, start talking to people, master that. And then you can start talking about paid ads and webinars, all that kind of stuff. But if you're not doing at least 25 grand a month, 50 grand a month, 100 grand a month, you got to stop screwing around with all the other stuff that people tell you you should be doing. Blogs, podcasts, webinars, building products, technology, click funnels, lead pages, Infusionsoft, Active Campaign, oh Intercom, <sighs> Wishlist. So I, can just, right now. I can literally go on and on. That stuff ain't going to make you no money. Yeah, totally. Can we end on a note that we say all the time, but I think it bears repeating? Yep. Business is sequential. So you said something earlier. It's like, you know, well, we're doing a podcast, so why can't you do a podcast? Well, like, you need to not look at other people and just model them outright. You need to right. really ask, identify what are the layers in business. And like, for instance, we talked about this in an earlier episode, but like, you cannot copy mechanically what a hundred million dollar business is doing if you're only making 10 grand a month because it'll sink the ship. Yeah. And so, a podcast isn't going to get you to 25K a month. It's not going to really help that. Right. But a podcast can help us get to a million dollars a month because that's what our sites are set on. So sequentially, we, we might be in different places. And so the things that we're doing um, might be tweaked for a different set of goals. And so I think it's important for you to really sit down and identify. And it's amazing how simple this sounds, but nobody does it. I will make X amount of money by this date. Figure out what your goal is, write it down, get it clear. And then reverse engineer the fastest path to hitting that. Yeah. So if you do the math, you know, a podcast is not the best way to build a business from four grand a month to 20 grand a month. It's not the best yeah. way because it's not a short term thing. But some of the things that we, t- we teach with our clients and we help our clients really implement, it's fast growth. So we took a guy in January who was doing four grand a month. He just did 290 grand in the past 19 days. Those are fast growth. And you know, what are you going to say something? Yeah, I was just to say in a picture, like it's now April, the end of April. So that was like a four month curve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A podcast wouldn't have done that, but everything we've kind of implemented with them, it, it did. So it's important to like look at your business sequentially and know what the right move is for you right now. So people may be thinking, Taylor, like, well, you guys kind of just gave, gave away the goods. Why would I become a client? What would you tell them? What do you mean I gave away the goods? I mean, it's, it seems pretty obvious, but it's kind of like a secret on what to focus on. You know, yeah, so but I, they, you know, there's no tacticism in what I just shared with you. So, you know, what's, what does your offer need to be so that you can scale? Is there a gap in your offer? Is that why people aren't buying? How do you write posts that make people want to apply rather than writing posts that make people want to applaud? Because applause makes you no money. You mm-hmm. have to have specific content engineered to get people on the phone, not just to be like, oh, click the like button. Go to the bank and try to pay for your new house with how many likes you get on social media. It's not oh, he was a lady that commented on our, our fan page about how many likes our fan page had. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, she, how do she's I, like, how can I trust you? So at that time, we had, I think, just a couple thousand fan page likes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. She has a, a mental issue with some things. Anyways, we didn't give... So I think, like, when people become clients of ours, you know, it's, it's, 
A of all, like someone tried to enroll yesterday by getting one of my sales guys to send them a link. And I was like, no, we haven't talked to this person. You have to be the right fit. We're not going to work with an idiot who has no offer and they don't want to work and they want to create passive income selling freaking sunglasses on Amazon. That's not our client. That's, (laughs) we can't produce a return. But for the person who works with clients, it's really about building the system that's customized to your business because it's not a one size fits all. You know, we're giving you some of the things to focus on, but it's not a one size fits all that solves everything. It's actually a process of working together, engineering a perfect offer, engineering, even if you already have an offer, tuning that offer and then building the paid traffic systems that keep you consistently taking on new clients. Yeah. And it's crazy how, how many people get in their own way. Like we can, we could literally just like outline everything that you need to do, but you're still going to get in your own way. And yes. that's why we hire in every area of our business. We hire coaches, we hire mentors. Yep. So we hired a mentor and a coach for our podcast. They're probably like, man, your guys' podcast sucks. So that obviously didn't work. No, I'm just kidding. But seriously though, we do. And, and so should you. So cool. That's it. I think, right? Dude, that's all we got right now. What are we talking about next time? I want to tell them what we're talking about next time. Hold on. If you guys haven't gotten a gift, all right, you can you can tell them what we're talking about. You guys okay. haven't gotten our gift, travelingfunnels.com slash gift, and that is G-I-F-T for all the people who didn't graduate school, not G-Y-F-T. Go get that. It's a cool little, little nifty little client consulting package that you're going to love. Yeah, and grab the memos too. Grab the memos too. We're talking this month. We give the memos a little bit more nitty gritty. Uh, mm. It's a print, print, ships to your front door. I, Actually, I told everyone. Mailbox. I told everyone in the video that we wrote it by hand, but that was false. <laughs> and false advertising. We definitely don't write them by hand, but we sh- we do mail them to you by hand. And That's hopefully, you missed. actually do get your copy in the mail. You're just like sowing so much <laughs> doubt and objection right now. <laughs> All right, here's, what, here's what we're talking about next time. And if uh, for the show notes, it's www.trafficandfunnels.com/gift, and then for the memos, www trafficfunnels.com slash memos with an S with an S. Yeah. So gift and memos, almost a minnows minnows. Next time we're talking about the return of the lazy man. Uh Oh, a lot of people don't know what that means though. If you aren't familiar, there was an old ad and it was lazy man's way to riches. One of the greatest ads ever. One of the greatest ads ever. I remember copying this ad out by hands when I was like seven years old. Learning after I wrote it originally, <laughs> and uh, we're going to talk about the two ways to make money, and one is easy and one is hard. And really, this is also sequential because we're going to break down the two phases. Like right now, we're in a phase that we weren't in even six months ago. How to know the difference and how to engineer profit systems based upon where you are right now. Cool. It's gonna be a doozy. It's gonna be a doozy. All right. See you see guys. You guys. This is the podcastfactory.com.